What is shaking? This is Four Winds in June. Today should be a great episode because we have the All-Star Reserves announced and we're really passionate about some of our snubs, people who got in, people who didn't. But we want to start off kind of recapping what happened, of course, in the NBA the last few days. Um, headline of the day was Giannis's 54 last night. Another 50-piece for him. I think that's three in the month of, of yeah. January. I guess we're in February now, but over the last month he's had three. Yeah, he's getting up there. He's getting close to um, Kareem's all-time Bucks record for 50-point games, which is insane to be close to that already. We're as young as Giannis is, people forget that Giannis is still like 26 years old. He's still young. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. He's going to be dropping 50 regularly. For sure. And he had 19 rebounds. He also shot 39 shots. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be awesome, personally, to shoot 39 shots in a, in a game. <laughs> I think I could have 54. Yeah, Most I'm, of them would be threes, of course. But I mean, it's a good game plan. Get the ball to your best player and let him go to work, especially when he's shooting that well and he's able to lead that comeback because they were down 21 against the Clippers at one point. I thought the Clippers were going to be able to handle it. Tyron Lue's not really known for blowing leads. He's a good coach, and you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on the floor, both healthy, like, I didn't think they would blow a lead, but Giannis was just dominant. Yeah, he, he shot well, 21-39. That's above 50%. Yeah. So, like you said, keep giving the ball to your best player, and hopefully he takes over, and that's what he did last night. Mm -hmm. uh, another highlight, this was great, being a Warriors fan, hating on the Grizzlies. <laughs> Dylan Brooks, he's back at it again with his yeah. dirty tricks. I don't think you need to be a Warriors fan to hate on Dylan Brooks. I think everyone <laughs> doesn't true. like him. Honestly, I think I think he's a dirtier player than Grayson Allen. I think Grayson Allen has like little gimmicks and things like that. But I think Dylan Brooks actually hurts people. No, yeah. Like last year in the playoffs, Gary Payton the second. And then what happened last night was Donovan Mitchell drove to, to the basket, got hacked, and then... Not was, just hacked, he got an elbow to the gut. He, well, that was just the, the little part of it. But then once yeah. Dylan Brooks got up, he whacked. He did a, a I'll say a Draymond. He... Yeah. Whacked and hit him in the, the groin midsection. And then Donovan Mitchell, like, chucked the ball at him. Well, it's not even that. So he, he hit him in the midsection. And then uh, Dylan Brooks is on the ground. He rolls and then does another roll onto Donovan's ankle. And so you see Donovan's ankle almost bend. I'm like, bro. So it was like a three. Three yeah. for one. He tried so many times to get Donnie hurt, which is just ridiculous. Honestly, Adam Silver should suspend him. Honestly, though, and. That should be like a five-game suspension. He, he should be suspended for the max amount. Yeah. Because um, this, this isn't the first time that's happened. And, mm -hmm. like, the whole league knows. Like, in the post-game interview, Donovan Mitchell was like, he's been busting his ass for years. I yeah. thought that was awesome. But yeah, the, the league needs to do something about it. And Dylan Brooks, you need to stop. You need to stop. You need to work on your game mm -hmm. and do that instead of just trying to hurt people because you can't guard them. Yeah, and I think um, Dominic Mitchell was completely justified in his response. I would be pissed off too. But the, the fact that you see the Grizzlies assistant coaches tackle Dylan Brooks. Yes, I did perfect see Perfect form tackle. Yeah. There are tons of NFL teams that should look to sign this assistant, assistant coach because <laughs> he tackles way better than a lot of guys I see. <laughs> yeah, because Dylan, Dylan was trying to get back up. And yeah. then he just and comes Dylan Brooks, is a, he's a small guy. No. And that was a perfect form tackle. Took him down, head up, everything – Perfect tackle. It, it's almost like he's done that before. 
He trains for it in practice. <laughs> he just knows Dylan Brooks is going to piss someone off. Bro, probably. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, if they have the guys at NFL whose only job is to hold the coach back on the sideline, why wouldn't there be a coach that his only job is to hold Dylan Brooks back when he gets in fights? No, yeah, that would be a high-paying job for sure. <laughs> it would. you get a lot of reps. Yeah. Um, we also had Luca. He was going off. Uh, he had, like, 31 points before the third quarter, I think it was halfway through the third, mm-hmm. um, he went up, he tried to, he tried to yam on... Well, I don't even I know, know if he was trying to doing. yam. I don't know if he was trying to, like, jelly or something, or, like, get around Valanciunas. Yeah. But Valanciunas was straight up, and so, like, he probably would have scored, but Ingram made a good play and came in and blocked the ball. But because Luca kind of had the ball cocked back, when Ingram blocked the ball, it kind of brought his arm back and caused Luca to fall awkwardly. Yeah, we were saying, we were luck- like, luckily he landed on his foot, and not just straight on his back because yeah. that probably would have been a, a worse injury. But I think right now the only updates we have is that it's just like a bone bruise, heel bruise. Yeah. I'm not sure. I really want him to be healthy for tomorrow because mm-hmm. we're playing the Warriors are playing them, and that game would be really boring if Luca was not there at Chase Center. Um, so hopefully Luca can get healthy. Uh, hopefully it's just he rests today and plays tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but another one, Jokic, just, I, we can't even, like, say anything more. Yeah, we already had an entire point. pod gushing over Jokic. Yeah. How good he is, how important he is to the Nuggets' success. He's just insane. Like we said, it feels like he's averaging a triple-double every game now, which he is averaging he a triple-double. But he gets one every game. It's just more and more impressive. He's, and they never lose when, when yeah, he gets a triple-double. They so. always win at home. They're playing amazing. Uh, Jamal Murray played really well last night. Um, I think Aaron Gordon played pretty well, too. I think Aaron Gordon probably pissed off at not being an all-star, but we'll get into that later. That's true, that's true. And we also have some questionable injuries um, mm-hmm. towards the trade deadline that are kind of taking place. Uh, yeah. How does that impact the trade deadline? Yeah, I think you just, if you're like following like your team and you notice, oh, I don't know why he would be injured or why they're holding him out or why he's not playing, like the Clippers. The Clippers are... They're speculated to make a move at the deadline because they have a lot of depth, but they really could use like a quality point guard. And so you see reports like John Wall is no timetable for return, or uh, Trey Mann didn't play last night, or something like that. Reggie Jackson is getting less minutes. Um, those are just signs that maybe the Clippers are holding them out because they're going to be part of a deal at the deadline. Um, yeah. The same thing happened with the Wizards and Rui Hachimura that – um, he, I think Rui Hachimura missed the game, and then like a couple days later, he was traded to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're looking to see who could possibly be traded on your roster, and you see some odd injuries or odd sitting out of entire halves, it could be because they're on the trade block. That's true. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of other players that are kind of fit that that criteria. I, mm-hmm. Is OG playing? I, OG, no, he's out OG for the entire Santa. road trip. So he could be on. We already know that Jay Crowder. Ain't playing at yeah. all. Um, I mean, I've talked to Dan about this. I think OG Anubi is going to be a Phoenix Sun by the end of the deadline. Yeah. Um, I think it just makes a ton of sense for both organizations. Maybe they turn to a three-team deal and get Jay Crowder to another team, but I think OG to the Suns makes the most sense. No, I did like your uh, the mock trade with the Warriors, Suns, and, and Raptors. Yeah. With the, the Raptors getting uh, Torrey Craig and Jay Crowder, mm-hmm. and then the Suns getting... OG, right? Yeah. And then the Warriors getting um, Damian Lee and who was it? was Jay Crowder. It was, oh, uh, it was Jay Warriors. Crowder. So it was yeah. uh, the Raptors got Wiseman. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. So, I mean, I'd be fine with that. Um, mm-hmm. 
because the Warriors do need like a, a veteran that's yeah. actually good. Speaking of wise, he had a good game last night. He did. Shot pretty well from the field and uh, limited minutes he had. He did. And there, that trade value. There, there were times where he would be involved in pick and rolls and the, the Nuggets would key in on him, mm -hmm. which would allow more space for Steph and, yeah. and Poole. The Warriors were on fire the first half. I kind of knew that it wasn't going to stand at home against the Nuggets in the altitude, but yeah, without Draymond and, and Clay, you can't do much there. But Yeah, definitely missing some important pieces, but you guys all had them on the ropes there at the end, so... Yeah, yeah. They, they played well, and I'm, I'm glad to see Wiseman playing. I hope he gets a, a chance to play more. Yeah, I hope, I hope he gets a chance to play more or, or gets traded to a good situation. Mm -hmm. um, he's a great player. He's had, uh, you know, just a tough time with injuries. But I want to see, like, him succeed. Yeah. So whatever happens, I hope Wiseman wish, – wish him the best. Yeah, wish him the best. But one interesting thing that's actually happening today, because today is February 3rd, 2023, the day we're recording this, it's 2-3-23, so ESPN has dubbed today Michael Jordan Day. So that all day they're giving him everything to on ESPN is about Michael Jordan and everything he's done in his career, which is hilarious because ESPN is notorious for being the LeBron fan club, waving the pom-poms, Kendrick Perkins talking about LeBron all the time. And so the fact that LeBron is about to hit, make history and pass Kareem, they have a day dedicated to MJ like three days before to kind of steal the thunder. It's hilarious. It me. is. It is pretty good. It's a good tactic. And I was, we were just watching Stephen A. Smith, and he was saying that MJ's his goat, and he was saying all the things right: six, six rings, six mm -hmm. MVPs, ten time. Was it? Is it? M ten time what? He's. I forget what. It was ten, ten time everything. He's done everything. NBA first team or something, yeah. and then it was like nine time defensive player first team, like. Yeah. Just all the stats that MJ has, and it, it is funny the timing, right? Yeah. Because LeBron's about to, to get that record and just trying to highlight MJ and just yeah. spark back the GOAT debate, yeah, right? Like, who's going to look at the date of February 3rd and think, oh yeah, MJ, yeah. besides ESPN? It's, no, yeah. It's hilarious. Like, I, I, like, is there a better day that you could do that? I don't know. Yeah. Like, but the only thing I can ask is, LeBron, please don't break the record against the Thunder. Please break oh. it against a, an entertaining game to watch. Yeah, but also, do you see the, the ticket? Like sixty three points. Yeah, sixty three. So he's probably gonna break against the Thunder. Yeah. But do you see the ticket prices for the Thunder game? No. Courtside seats are a hundred grand. No way. Yeah. <laughs> hundred grand. No way. To watch LeBron break the record. And it's in OKC. It's in LA. Okay, it's at least it's in LA. Yeah, it's in the Crypto.com arena. I was gonna say hundred. 100k in Oklahoma. 100 grand? You could buy a nice home. You can start a savings account for your child. Well, you, you can know, do so much. Sit there. Be oh, yeah. It'd be like Dwayne Wade, Carmelo is going to be there. You yeah. know, but it's still insane. That is. That is. Um, hopefully, he, yeah, hopefully, he doesn't get it against the Thunder. Yeah. He could. He could. He got a like, 35 point game the first game, and then who would he play before the Thunder? I Let's actually see, don't know. Lakers schedule. Let's. Look that up real quick. Because they play Pelicans. The Pelicans tomorrow. But he doesn't do it against the Thunder. He gets against the Bucks. Breaking against Kareem's old team. Oh, be I, way thought, better. I thought that he played the Thunder in three games. No, no, no. Two he games. Can, he'd probably do it against the Bucks. I would love to see him do it against the Bucks. That'd because be way better. Or even after the Bucks is the Warriors. Those are two great games to break the record against. Just don't do it against the Thunder. Even last if he night, dropped sixty against the Pelicans, I'm fine with that. But last the last three game or two games, twenty eight and twenty six. Yeah. So 
So it's possible. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully you can do it against the Bucks, a good team, and yeah. be entertaining. That would be nice because it's still in in the L.A. Right, so you yeah. can have all the people there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on TNT too. Uh, Chuck was advocating for that. He wants it to be on TNT Thursday. Yeah. Which would just be perfect. LeBron, you know what you need to do. Drop 62 of these next two games. That's one point. And then go out there first play, get an alley-oop dunk. Or a skyhook, even better. Just a yeah. little salt for Kareem. Yeah. Or um, honestly, just like <laughs> sit out tonight's game. You're on the road, right? And then come back and no, play. No, he needs to drop at least 20 tonight to make it realistic. <laughs> but if he does, you can sit out and then he can play the Warriors. Maybe he sits out against the Thunder. He drops like 40 tonight and then sits out against the Thunder. Yeah. But then they pay 100 grand to see him sit out. <laughs> they have someone with the sign, I came 2,000 miles <laughs> to watch LeBron. I sign that. You know that kid? Do you see that they found a picture of him doing the same thing for Steph? Yeah. <laughs> Such a fraud. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah. But it's it's such a heartwarming story, yeah. Jimmy Butler. Uh, the Miami Heat never do anything nice. So props to Miami for doing something nice. But that kid's a bandwagon. <laughs> well, we wanted to get to, we know this is a highlight, Celtics. 10-game yeah. win streak. Versus yeah. The Ever since uh, Kyrie stomped on Lucky, yeah, the Celtics have brought it and to the, them. And the incense. Yeah, the incense. They... Well, not incense, incense uh, <laughs> that he kind of burned in T-Day Garden and kind of exercised those demons from his past. The Celtics have brought it to him. They've been lost in 10 games, including that series they swept in the playoffs. Now, it hasn't been – it's been close games for the most part, but this last one was oh, a blowout. That was a – 46-17 to 17 in the first quarter or something like that. That was a slumber Just party. absolute <laughs> domination. I know Kevin Durant's out and all, but still – like, the, the Nets should not be losing by 43 points. No. So. Well, it, it would be hilarious if they play in the, in the playoffs mm-hmm. and they sweep them again. Uh, 14. Uh, I think they got one more matchup this year, maybe. So maybe 15 in a row by the end of the season. Oh, I would love that. That would be sick. But, Kyrie, if you're listening, which you're probably not, no. I, I am ready to move on from this beef if you just apologize. Say you're sorry for all the things you've done. Say, say I wish things happened differently in Boston. And I'll move on. I'll start cheering for you, honestly. No, that Because I think it's over. I think both organizations know it worked out for the best. But you got to stop with your antics. Move on. Apologize. We'll apologize back. And we can all be happy. Yeah. But yeah. until then, it's F Kyrie till the day we die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he left with just a lot of salts, right? Like, yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't any, like, goodbye, thank you, no. or, you know. He, he said he was going to come back, and then he didn't. And then he threw some shade at Boston fans. Yeah. He's been flipping us off. It's just because things didn't work out. It's like, you don't have to get mad. Like, yeah. you had Gordon Hayward, it hurt, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's just a lot of stuff that went wrong there, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully it can be resolved. I mean, if not... It's a good story. Until then, you're going to get Kyrie's sex chance forever at TD Garden. Mm-hmm. So. I think he likes it. I think he does. I think he does. <laughs> I think Celtics fans like him. As much as we love to hate him, yeah. uh, he holds a special place in our hearts, though. True, true. Well, this is a time finally getting into the All-Star Reserves. Oh, boy. A lot of stuff that happened. I mean, most, most of it was good. Most of it... Most of it was good. They hit a lot of good things. But there's a few glaring omissions and snubs... Now yes. I'm very upset about. So we're going to start in the more tame Eastern Conference. It's not as bad. It's not as bad, yes. So in the Eastern Conference, we have Joel Embiid, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle, Drew Holiday, DeMar DeRozan, and Tyrese Halliburton. 
which I would say I'm fine with this. I probably would have gone a little differently if I was in charge, but you know, it's not terrible. I can yeah. understand all the picks. I think the two most surprising is definitely Drew Holiday and DeMar DeRozan. I think those are the two people I have upset about, um, but it makes sense in my eyes. Because when we picked, we had the same ones, mm-hmm. um, except for... Except for one. Except for one. Because I, I got uh, DeMar, yeah. and then I put... Um, I put Jalen Brunson mm-hmm. instead of Drew Holiday. Yeah, and I know that right raises a little contention because you have two Knicks in there. Mm-hmm. But honestly, for the Knicks, I think Jalen Brunson is more valuable than Julius Randle this season. Because like Julius Randle does what he does. This yeah. isn't anything new. But like Jalen Brunson coming into the Knicks and kind of turning things into a more like it's not like whoa the Knicks are way better. Yeah. But you can just tell by watching them they play as a team. Brunson is holding the ball a lot of the time, but he's creating a lot of offense. He's penetrating, kicking out. He's clutch in the fourth quarter. Um, he's just had an insane year. And to kind of snub him of that that recognition, um, it's kind of sad. I, I would have swapped him out for Holiday yeah. or DeMar, I think. Yeah. Um, I think the argument for not having two Knicks is definitely valid because they're not high enough in the standings. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does make you wonder when the reserves are picked – like, are they picked the same day the, the starters are picked? Like, the day fan voting is closed, you collect all oh, the different yeah. voting. Is that when the reserves are picked? Or are they picked later on? Because I would say... Is it the, moment, the same day, right? Yeah, the yeah. moment the fan vote ended, I think Julia, uh, Jalen Brunson was playing better. But from that moment, before, between then and yesterday, Julius Randle's been on a tear. He has. And so if they decided the reserves more recently than the day that the fan voting ended, I think Julius Randle deserved it. The recent bias. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I think both of them are all-star level players. I can understand not putting both of them in. I th- I would have been fine with both of them because they're both spectacular players and lots of fun to watch. Yeah. But I can understand not having two. Yeah. Another snub was, well, not in my <laughs> opinion, for sure. James Harden, I'm sorry. You used to be really good. You yeah. played insane. What I saw the stat the other day. It was like 50 most points. It was like most games with 50 points mm-hmm. and 10 rebounds and 10 assists or something. Yeah. And um, Harden had like five of them. Yeah. Like, great player. He had chances to win finals because, yeah. you know, you had to go through the Warriors. You lost all the time. But I'm sorry, James Harden. You're not an all-star this year. There's too many people that are ahead of you that have, haven't proven – well, they have proven themselves, and they're just having yeah. better years. So – your, your Instagram story saying the disrespect. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, James Harden, he's... What Luka's doing, he did before. Yeah. He's doing the same thing Luka did. Insane numbers on an okay team, bringing them to the playoffs, losing in the conference finals. Luka is the modern-day James Harden, and he's put a lot of numbers. But he's kind of transitioned his game. He's averaging 21-11 and 11 right now, which is really good still. It's good. He probably could have been an all-star, um, but I can understand putting some of these young guys in there. I probably would have put him in over Drew Holiday just because I don't think Drew Holiday he, – he plays on the defensive end, but I don't know if he's an all-star level player. I probably would have put James Harden over him. But well, the it's funny nice thing, to have someone that's playing defense, right? No one cares about defense and all-star I know game. no one cares, but to reward it – Yeah, it, it's nice to reward it, to but – put that like part of being an all-star because yeah. James Harden, zero. Yeah. Zero defense. And all these players, like I'd say Bam in the East – 
Bam and and Holiday are your defensive kind of minded all stars. Yeah. Even though Bam has you know exponentially improved on yeah. on he's offense. He's a defensive too. player of the year candidate. He's a uh, he's carrying Miami's offense. I mean, he cooked the Celtics at one time with Jimmy Butler out. So he definitely yeah. has offensive match, and that's why I, th- I think Bam is the perfect defensive guy to put in there. Yeah. Whereas Drew Holiday, he has a good jump shot and he can score a bunch, but he's not going to drop thirty like James Harden can right now. And I, and I just want to say with that with the teams that the Rockets had with mm-hmm. the Harden, Harden always had another star on his team. Yeah. No matter what, and and his role players were were decent, yeah. but Luca, he's never had that second star. He really hasn't. He hasn't. No. Porzingis does not count. Dinwiddie does not count. Jalen Brunson was uh, he was good. Jaylen he was Brun- a superstar. Jalen Brunson does not count. Like the 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 fact that Luca's doing what he's doing right now with his yeah. bag of beans team. Mark Cuban, yeah, come on, like you need to give him another star for him to be in that chance, yeah. and then you can, then you could compare him, I guess, to Harden, but like right now, like I take Luca over Harden any. Oh yeah, I anything. would too, but they're probably the most similar. Yeah, yeah, but one last thing about the James Harden snub is today, this morning, the NBA released their MVP tracker, their top ten. They have Harden at seven. Kidding, like what kind of slap in the face is that to James Harden to say he's not an all star but, but he's, he's seventh in the MVP lottery? MVP, MVP, okay. Tatum's one, I'd say Jokic is two, I'd say Doncic is three, Giannis four, KD five, and I'd put KD higher, but he's injured. Yeah, um, I'd even put Lillard, Lillard above yeah. Harden, which is just hilarious. And the top ten MVP tracker, it's it's a mess. The Embiid's number two. I don't think Embiid should be up. Yeah, there. I'd be. A, I forgot about Embiid too. Yeah. Embiid shy. Yeah, um, but it's just hilarious. On. The it's top ten MVP candidates. Why aren't they starting in the All Star game? Yeah, like it's hilarious. That's, That's a little slap in the face to Harden. I feel bad, but you know Harden, he's annoying. He flops a lot, so. Yeah. I, I I think it's hilarious. He got snub. I kind of love it. So no, we thank we're you here for it. We're yeah. here for it. But shout out all the guys in the Eastern Conference. Well deserved. You're all all stars. It's gonna be exciting to watch you play. Yeah, it should be a good one. Um, so let's switch over to the West now. We had uh, the starters already, right? But the reserves, the we got Sabonis, Jaw, Marketing, Lillard, and Shy. Those ones were kind of locks for us, I think. Mm-hmm. But the two that were kind of iffy were Paul George and Jaron Jackson. Yeah. For sure, Jaron Jackson. Um, yeah. I guess let's, let's just start off with Jaron Jackson. Okay. So here's the thing. The reserves break down. It's three front court, two back court, and two wild card. Yeah. And so you have the two guards already with between Josh, Shea, and Dame. And then one of those three take up the, the, wild, the card. wild card. So you have to have three front court and one more wild card. And so that's where it gets kind of tricky is finding a third front court in the West. So you probably needed to put in one of Paul George and Lori and Jaron Jackson. I mean, apparently this is not tricky because they picked two. Yeah, and so (laughs) I I can understand you needed to fill that third front court, but that last wild card spot should not have gone to gone to one of them. No, De'Aaron Fox got snubbed. He totally did. He deserved it. Everyone thought he was going to get it. Charles Barkley was rightfully livid on TNT when they announced it. Mm -hmm. They should have had two. They're third seed in the West. They're playing amazing. He's having a great year. Darren Fox is averaging 24, 5, and 6 on 50% shooting from the field. Amazing numbers. And his fourth quarter stats, his clutch stats, yeah. I think it's like the highest, second highest in the league yeah. or something like that. It's amazing. He's having a fantastic year. He should have been an all-star. Yeah. 
But get this. So Jaron Jackson Jr. has played 35 games this year. Of the Grizzlies 52, that's 67% of their games. Yeah. That's a fetch and D. Mm-hmm. He'd be failing this class. He doesn't <laughs> show up for games. Paul George, 38 out of 55. 69%. D plus, yeah. still a fail. You have to be, you have to be at Fox. least a 3.0 yeah. average. Darren Fox is <laughs> averaging, he's played 47 of the 50 games. 94%. That's a fetch and A. An A. Yeah. He's played in all the games except for three. He deserved to be on there. I'm pissed for all you Kings fans. Light the oh, beam yeah. team. You got screwed. I will fight that to the day I die. I am pissed. For sure, for sure. And with the with the guard talent in the West, you would have thought that it, all the, the yeah wild all guards. the six guards seemed locked. We all thought yeah. it was locked. I don't know who voted for Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't know who voted for Paul George. I don't know who voted for these guys. It's insane. Yeah, and <laughs> Jaron Jackson. Clay called him a bum last year. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> he is a bum. He is. He, like, he's got a defense, but he's, he, he plays like a he guard. He fakes his stats. Yeah, he plays like a guard, and he's not like good necessarily no. at what he's doing. Like He chucks threes, mm-hmm. doesn't shoot good looks, and I don't know. Like yeah. you, you can't say that he's like he's not even the second best on the Grizzlies. No, I'll put Desmond Bain above him. I, I think Desmond Bain's the more important Exactly. I, I would have been more fine with Desmond Bain being all star than Jerry Jackson Jr. Honestly, though, even, even though I hate him too. But. Yeah. It's just it's just so annoying to see that. And the coaches and players, whoever voted for the reserves, needs to do better than to vote that in. That's insane to me. Um, it's Charles Barkley brought up a good point on TNT. He was like, it's almost as if they're rewarding players for missing the first half of the season, rather, first quarter of the season, the second quarter. Because Jaron Jackson Jr. missed about a month and a half with an injury beginning. in the beginning of the season, but everyone forgets about that because he's played more recently. Mm-hmm. Versus like Anthony Davis, who also got snubbed from this All-Star team, who's been putting up monster numbers in the first quarter of the season, but then started missing games later on. And so they penalized him for that yeah. instead of penalizing both him and Jaron. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a better way to select these All-Stars because mm-hmm. like injuries, there needs to be a limit of how many games that you need to play. In order to be an all-star, like I think it should be probably seventy percent of your games, right? Yeah. See, that's passing. Yeah. So, like that needs to happen. They also need to kind of reward from what happened last year. If you're on the same team to this year, like you're mm-hmm. playing last year to this year, I think that should have a little impact because you're improving. Yeah, but then you get guys like Lauren Mark and you switch teams and exploded. That's and true. Really well, so. But I don't think you're penalized for switching teams. No, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying penalized. I'm saying like rewarded. So like if you, yeah, like if you're in a marketing situation, right? If you're in a Fox situation, you sucked last year. Yeah. Your team, well, he was good, but your team sucked last yeah. year, and now you're this. Like same thing, the same argument with Brunson. You're kind of like decent, but now you're this. Like it needs to have some sort of like player improvement yeah. part of it. And I don't know, we don't know, like, the insides and outs of how the voting works and yeah. different things. But I feel like there needs to be a set structure, a, a better system. Yeah. Because, like, you look at the fan res- results for the Western Conference and the players that voted, the fans that voted, the media that voted, none of them had Jaron Jackson in the top ten. Mm-mm. He wasn't top ten in the fan voting at all in that combination. So why is he an all-star reserve? If he's not top ten in the front court in the West... That slim picking. Exactly. But I think it's a lot of 
coaches that there's been coaches put on record saying like, oh, I didn't really care. I kind of just filled it out. I didn't think about it. Which in that case, it's the coaches shouldn't vote. They don't care. Yeah. And like it, it is easy to forget about players. Like when I was first making my ballot, I forgot about Dame, and I, and I was like, oh crap, I gotta go switch it and put Dame in, because yeah. there's a lot of guards, and sometimes you you just have the omission out, out of sight, out of mind of how good he is, but he deserves to be there. And so if the coaches aren't going to take it seriously, the NBA needs to find a different way to make these reserves be the people who the fans want to see. For sure. And also the the group of people that say, oh, if the NBA roster is 15, the All-Star game should be 15 players. No, because you're not going to run a 15-man rotation in a game. No. That means that you're no going to see every guy like 10 minutes a game. I don't want to see them 10 minutes a game. I want to see them play 20 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. And so it's already hard enough for the 12-man rotation. Like, I would feel bad if you're that 15th All-Star. Like, yeah, you're an All-Star. Yippee, yeah, yay. Yeah. And you get there and you play five minutes five in the minutes. first half. Like, <laughs> come on, man. We're trying to make this competitive, not a... Yeah, welcome all the uh, completion ribbon. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. So that's that's your all stars. We got most of them right. I think the only ones we only missed three from our reserves. Um, that being Paul George, Jaron Jackson, and then uh, Drew Holiday, and then I don't know. Did you you got Demar right? I don't know. No, I put Kyle Kuzma. Okay, so I, I put some respect on his name. I I still think he deserves so, it. So I won that for once. You I did. mean, he's crushing me in the bets. Congrats. But <laughs> well, I guess let's go into the bets, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Dana had me in the first half. He won the first two games of the night, but then I came back and got the next three. Stored back because I picked the freaking bucks. I told you to pick up the Hornets. Hornets. So I told dumb. you to pick the Hornets. I did. You I thought that they would have revenge. I thought there would be something, but no. Nope. <laughs> the Bucks don't care. They just wanted to win. They didn't want, care about how much they won by, but yeah. whatever. That's fair. So I get go first again. There's a good well, we have to nine. See. You're up five to one. I'm f- five to one with one tie. So I'm getting crushed. Yeah. <laughs> we might need to switch something to make it more competitive. <laughs> We'll see. I better win tonight, that's all I'm saying. There's nine games, so there's a lot of games, lots of opportunities. You just need one five. Okay, we can do it. All right, so the first game is Hornets at Pistons, and the Pistons are minus one favorites. I don't know very many games this year where the Pistons are favored to win, so this is surprising. But I think I'm actually going to take the Hornets. The battle of the two worst teams. I think the Hornets get the win here against the Pistons. Okay, that's fair. LaBello should be playing after he got teed up and tossed out. But, uh, all right, the next one, Kings favored three against the Pacers. They're, they're in Indiana. Ooh, this should be a good one, too. Uh, I, have to I have to light the beam. Let's do it. That's totally fair. The Pacers on a back-to-back against the Lakers last night. Brutal loss. They played really bad. Oh, they didn't play really bad. Oh. They played good, but they choked down the stretch. Yeah. Um, shout out Aaron E. Smith. Career high last night. Super proud to see you do that. Uh, Celtics legend right there. Crash. Love you, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, good pick. I, I'll probably go with the Kings, too. Okay. Next, we got Blazers at Wizards. The Wizards are minus four favorites. Um, they, they've been playing really well since the really Hachimura trade, but Dame is white hot right now. He's playing insane. And to give him extra four points spread, I know it's on the road, but Dame is that guy. So I got to go with the Blazers. Yeah, that's a good pick. Next, we have the Suns at Celtics. The Celtics are favored nine and a half. I'm not sure if everyone's playing on the Suns. Uh, but you did it to me last time, so I'm picking the Celtics. I already typed it in. I, I knew you were going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I think Devin Booker's still out. Marcus Smart's still out. And so there's some injuries, but it's in Boston. 
Boston's feeling good after whooping the Nets. The Suns just got whooped themselves on ESPN on Tuesday. To the Hawks? Uh, that game yeah. was so dumb. On Wednesday. Like, they got blown out. It was like already over the second quarter. Yeah. And if last their last matchup in Phoenix was any tail, the Celtics whooped them too there. So <laughs> I, I, I smell a blowout. It's either going to be a blowout or a trap game. But yeah. There's not no in between. Real quick, ESPN, you need to do better at paying your games. Yeah. Can't have the freaking Hawks and Suns. Come on. Which before the season, I can understand. There's a storyline there. Treyon versus Chris Paul. Like, but you yeah, can always yeah. change things. You have the power. Yeah. You do. You could have picked a better game. <laughs> yeah. But then we got Raptors at Rockets. And the Raptors are minus seven and a half favorites on the road. That's a lot of points on the road. The Rockets are a good scrap young team. Alfred Sengun. Jalen Green. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr. The Raptors, they're... They have a lot of young guns, the Rockets, but they don't really yeah. know how to play together. But. And the Raptors, I feel like, are just trying to up trade value right now. I feel like they're going to sell hard to the deadline. So I got to go Rockets. I think the Rockets at least make it a close game. I think so. Unless Spicy P goes off. But. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, Magic at T-Wolves. Uh, I hate the T-Wolves. They freaking... <laughs> Bombs got lucky against us the other day. We just choked. No, whenever, whenever the Warriors go into o- overtime, we lose. It's just chalk up an L. I don't know why. You guys got to pick it up. You're back to 500. I think the, the last time we went in overtime was like the finals with, with J.R. Smith going like that. <laughs> that infamous moment, yeah. Penny Smith. Um, but five and a half favorites for the T-Wolves. Um, that's tough. Uh, I... I I guess I'll pick the T-Wolves. They're rolling a little bit. Wow, I'm actually shocked by you picked that. I'll I'll gladly take the Magic in that situation. Okay, okay. Gladly. Hey, it's just a risk. I have to take a risk. All right. (laughs) All right, we got Hornets at Pistons. Oh, wait, we already did that one, yeah. Um, So so we'll go to Sixers at Spurs as we look up what game we we skipped. and the Sixers are whopping minus ten favorite at the road on the road against the Spurs. The Spurs kind of suck, but the Sixers have been rolling. I think this might be a trap game for them. The Spurs tend to keep it close. I think I'm going to take the Spurs in this game. Spurs ten. Si- oh, because Sixers are the Sixers are favored. Okay, okay. So you you gave me one. That's kind of risk too. So it is, but I I think they're going to keep it close. I don't think I gave you one. Okay, okay. I think uh, I don't think we skipped any, but the last one um, is oh, the Hawks at Jazz. Uh, yep. Jazz are our favorite one. I think I'm going to go with the Hawks on that one. That's a good call. I mean, the Jazz are on, at home, and Vivian Arena goes crazy with it, this team. They love this team. They love to cheer for them. Um, so I'm finally taking the Jazz. I think they should lose. They would, should want to lose because they want the better draft pick, but I think they got a chance to pull this one out. Minus one points, that's basically yeah, just saying close. you got win or lose. Um, so hopefully the Jazz can pull it out there, but we'll see what happens. Well, that's going to do it for our bets, and that should do it for our episode today. It's a great Friday. Um, should be a nice weekend for the, the league. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good matchups. We have tomorrow with the, the Warriors and Mavs. And I think that's going to do it for today on Four Wins in June. Yeah, we'll catch you guys later.